breaking news and trending talk with Mike and McCarty. Mornings on 1017 FM and 710 Keel. Sure. One oh one seven FM seven ten Keel Mike and McCarty and on the Jack Spring Electric Newsmaker Hotline, uh State Representative Beryl Amity joining us. Beryl, good morning. Good morning. Thank you for taking the time to talk with us. Uh so apparently Governor Edwards doesn't want to go along with the legislature's decision not to approve legislation to slacken graduation requirements. <laughs> Tell us, what do you know about this? Well, we, we assumed that he might do that, um, even though he's only got about two months left in office, and he's he can be pretty confident that when we come in next year, we're going to reverse that. We're going to remove that policy. Um, I guess he just felt like he's still the governor, and he can still reverse our uh, our decisions. Let me ask you this, uh, State Rep. Is the the policy really, it's not in kind of in place yet until it's time for graduation. So it's really kind of a moot point for him to fight on this right now, isn't it? Um, I, To me, it is, yes. I suppose he feels that that's what he had to do. Um, he, he believes that having such a, uh, a requirement where you can make all the, the grades required and and basically do all the right things but fail one test and then be denied your diploma is is not fair and and truly when you lay it out that way it sounds like it's not fair but then we have to consider certain other points like what exactly does this test test it's supposed to be very minimal it's supposed to be very basic so it it begs the question if you can't pass that exit exam that test that they're using then um, where have you been for the four years of high school? And do you really know the content? Right. Well, we know they they just promote students to promote them, whether or not they can do the work or not. Sorry, this this is a a byproduct of that. That can be. And um, one of the the concerns was there are students who simply don't test well. And we all know that. Some people have test anxiety and so on. But you're supposed to have all of your credits you're supposed to have already um, uh, accomplished getting all the required credits for graduation and this test is just kind of a, a final checkbox so tell me <clears throat> if you if you really have such extreme test anxiety how did you pass all your other courses mm-hmm. so you took a test along the way up. yeah my, my question to you is, and, and I don't know how upset it makes you, but when you have our state superintendent of education, that's his job. He's the expert in the room. Along with you have our uh, one of our U.S. senators uh, sending you a video testimony saying that this is a horrible policy that Bessie has, in, has enacted, but yet our governor is going inter, to intervene do we not care about what the experts think? I mean, the superintendent is sitting there before you saying, we don't need to roll this back. We need to get even more tough. Make sure our kids are even better prepared to graduate. Right. If if you're sitting and trying to be um, 
just trying to consider all sides, then then you would hear the superintendent saying, we need to be sure that we're even tougher. We even have higher standards. And then you hear the governor saying, well, no, there's just some people that some students that don't quite get to, to do this last hurdle. So we're going to relieve them of that, give them another option. Well, if you don't know which one is true, then maybe you could look at some data such as where Louisiana ranks among all the states. Um, is it time to raise our standards or is it time to give some leniency for people who are just missing that final hurdle? It seems that while we're at the, the, the bottom of many states, maybe it is time to raise the standards, don't you think? Mm, maybe so. So where are we on this policy now? Is it in place now? And what what is the status of it? Can you help us with that? Well, I believe that it goes into place a little later this year. Um, uh, without going back to read it, I can't say for sure whether it affects the seniors this year, you know, the graduates of 2024 or not, because the way the policy was written, one of the questions we had was, when does it go into effect? Uh, is it retroactive? I mean, could seniors who missed the diploma by just this one test from, oh, I don't know, uh, 2015, come back and say, I want to appeal, I want to do a project instead. Wow. That was unclear. It just, it was poorly written in that it didn't take care of when it goes into effect and and how, how does it ap- apply to uh, those who may have missed their diploma last year, the year before, or 10 years ago. Talking with Beryl Amity, state representative. Beryl, so they say, okay, you can't pass this test. We're going to let you do a project. What are, what are the projects? Are they, are they set projects? Do they just build a volcano with, <laughs> with baking powder and tiddlywinks, yeah. soda? And what, what are the projects that they have to do? Well, tiddlywinks, I hadn't heard that one in a while. But, uh, well, the, I believe that the projects would need to be, uh, and this is from browsing the, uh, the policy, I believe the projects would need to be related to the, the parts of the exam that you did not pass. For example, if, if your scores were way too low in math, I believe that the project is going to need to be math-related. But, but still, um, what does the project entail? Who's going to judge the project? There was the question of if the high school that the student is trying to graduate from has final say over this project, well, there could be a little room for fishiness going on when you consider that the school is the one that would um, be um, harmed, mm-hmm. so to speak, uh, by students not getting their diploma. Um, when students don't graduate, it's the schools that face some penalties. And so why would you have the school that would face a penalty be the determining factor in whether the project is sufficient? That's a good point. You might need a neutral third party. Yeah, that's a good point. I didn't even thought of that. Well, I'm sure the policy will be changed when we have a new administration take over. You're pretty confident that's going to happen quickly? Yes, I believe that will be um, in, in the first regular session. If we need to spell something out in statute, then, then we would. Um, if it's just a matter of, of having some oversight committee hearings under a new administration, then we'll do that. So 
I expect that it, it will be overturned before the end of this school year. So those, those students who failed to get their diploma last school year and are on standby based on this policy and those students who are currently in class this year hoping to graduate, I wouldn't put my hope in having a special project option. Gotcha. Beryl Amity, State Representative, thank you for talking with us this morning. Yes, always a pleasure. Appreciate it. Thank you. Uh, Mike Mike, Mike Johnson, I wish. (laughs) Lewis Johnson. More breaking news and trending talk with Mike and McCarty on 1017 FM and 710 Kiel. Okay, I know. Look, I'm, I'm not unaware that Congress has a lot of things to deal with. Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, we have a new Speaker of the House. Yes, we do. We have uh, a war going on in the Middle East. We have uh, a wide open border. We, I know there are things that they have to deal with. But just take five minutes and let's pass this Sunshine Protection Act from Marco <laughs> Rubio. Let's yes. just get this over with, okay? Oh, he can't get it. He can't get it out of the house. <laughs> Uh, he can he can get some movement in the Senate, but he can't get it. At, Let's get this done. Get her done. Yeah, it, it's some are We're saying, so close. I know. If we pass it in Congress, then Louisiana is on board. I know. It's I a know. done deal here because we're turning our clocks spring forward, fall back, fall back. We which, get an extra hour of sleep. Yes, but it gets dark in the evening now. It'll be dark six o'clock. It'll be dark, and I'm not in favor of that. I know everybody's like, well, we don't, we need the daylight in the morning for the kids to get on the buses. Okay. You know. And if I, and if I oppose that, it sounds like I want kids to be run over. Right. Right. uh, Right. That's what I want. But, but let's, no, no. No, I know. I think people. It's antiquated. Yeah. It's, it's. We don't need it anymore. I heard someone say in, was it in Rhode Island, where sunset was going to be at 4.15. I'm like, you don't even get home from work. And they say if you leave leave at daylight, you know, more hours later in the day, people are more productive. They're more likely to get out of their homes when they get home. the other way. No, no, no. This is a good thing. It's like leave it, leave it daylight in the evening. So when I come home from work... I have more daylight, so I can go out and be more productive. Right. Okay. That's leave what it that way. So I don't leave care. it that way. I'm fine with that. But other people say, oh, but our children will go to school in the dark. And it, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know. All I know is I can't ever get it right about am I going to be late for church or early for church? <laughs> or am I going to be in the parking lot by myself? Well, I don't understand that, it. No, I, I remember that as a kid one year. I remember that. Mom took us to Sunday school. I've and, done this over and over. And it was like nobody was at church. And mm-hmm. e- even, as a young, I was, even as a young child, I was like, okay, this is kind of scary. <laughs> right. You know? but, but now that's not as big of a factor because... These are smartphones. Yes. They change automatically. And a lot of people, that's all they use anymore. That's it. And then when they you wake use, up, your cable you box has changed. Right. Your, even my car, my newer model car, it changes automatically. Oh, my. No. You have so a you, clock in your car? Well, it's, yeah, it pops up on the big screen. Stop it. You're terrible. 
Yeah, but it, the car changes by to itself. I have hit that uh, hit that hour button on, uh, on my truck. I, yeah, I don't. <laughs> you're terrible. <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking, what do we have to change anymore? Because well, some people, uh, my oven. Some people even have oven. smart ovens that change themselves. Well, no, and I, I love my gas stove. By the way, mm-hmm. oh. Don't want to go all electric. Got to change my microwave. Microwave. That's it. You know, yeah. And we've got a, a, a an air fryer, which is kind of like a combination toaster oven, air fryer that our son okay. got us. It's the greatest thing ever. You have a clock on that? I th- yeah, there's a clock on that. Because you can set your timer. It sets a timer for, you know, cooking things. Well, you need a timer, but not a clock. That's crazy. Why not? It, okay. <laughs> I'll throw it out. Yeah, throw it out. Yeah. it's. Tell me it. when you put it on the curb, please. No, I feel horrible for having this. <laughs> Let me know when you put it out on the curb. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but the, almost the only... No, we have a we have a few analog clocks. Mm-hmm. Aaron, we've got an analog clock in our bedroom that's hanging. It's wooden. It's very pretty, nice. Mm-hmm. Nothing fancy. Nothing fancy at all. Right. Double A battery, you know. We got as a wedding Gift. Wow. And wow. it's still hanging in our, and keeps immaculate time. I'll be. That's Is that an crazy. accurate use of the word in impeccable time? That's good. That's very good. And so I changed that. I've got a, an analog. I just, I mean, look at my watch. Look, look, mm-hmm. just an analog, good old fashioned. Yeah. 12, 1, 2 on the, you know, mm-hmm. on the dial. No smart. I, I'm an old fashioned kind of guy. I don't even, I haven't worn a watch in 30 years, probably. I, I can't leave the house just without it. Just don't do it. I just don't do it. So well, there's a few things that I have to change manually because I'm old, apparently. I probably don't even have to change the microwave because I don't even know if I changed it earlier this year. <laughs> I never look at it. <laughs> I don't think I set my clock on the microwave. Yeah. I just, it's just all zeros right, exactly. or whatever. I don't, I don't even worry alone. about that one. Well, we change it tomorrow. We get our hour sleep tomorrow back. Tomorrow night. Tomorrow night, yeah, tomorrow exactly. Night. So it'll all change by itself, and we'll have already won the game, and we'll be good. <laughs> Hallelujah! <laughs> uh, we're getting flu shots later this morning. We are. We've got uh, officials from Oxner Health mm-hmm. coming in, like they did last year for us. Yeah, I'm, I'm a little bit nervous, but that's all right. We won't talk you, about that right now. You did fine. Okay. One hundred one seven FM seven ten Keel Mike and McCarthy. Stories of the Day with Mike and McCarty on 1017 FM and 710 Kiel. One oh one seven FM seven ten Kiel, Mike and McCarty. What er, what are you doing? I'm just being crazy, sorry. Um early voting starts today. Oh your shoulder. It, it's good. It's it's a, it's better. It's way better. She's doing Tai Chi in there. I know. I, I look up and she's got this arm up and she's moving slowly. I'd rather oh. be doing Tai <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Early voting today. It's a little bit different. Um, usually it starts on Saturday, but it starts today because next Friday's a holiday. Next Friday is when we celebrate Veterans Day. Because it falls on Saturday. Mm. Are we off? No, we're not. So some people are, but we're not. Yeah, no, we're not. We're not government workers. But um, November 10th is when we'll celebrate Veterans Day. So voting will start today. It will not happen this Sunday or next Friday. But it runs through. It's kind of weird. 
it will happen on November 11th, which is the actual Veterans Day, but that's not the holiday. Okay. So you follow me? No, but I'm not listening. But. Okay. Today through next Saturday is early voting. Okay. Got okay. you. But not Sunday and not right. next uh, Friday. Sense. And not next, next Friday. Next Friday because it's Veterans Day. Well, it's the day we celebrate Veterans Day. It's actually Saturday. Right. Can I repeat all that? I'm just kidding. <laughs> okay. Wait, it's so confusing. Is is voting uh, open on Saturdays? Yes, it, it is, is open on Saturdays. So why just why not have it Friday and then not have it on the actual Veterans Day? Well, because the federal government is celebrating Veterans Day on the, the Friday oh, to give them, and the so holiday. is yeah, because they have okay. to give a holiday. Okay. So they're giving them a holiday on Friday. So that'll be the state holiday, and that'll be the federal holiday. So they're gonna come back and open the office. Is this some place I can read it and understand it? No. No. It's not on our keelnews.com? Early voting kicks actually, off Friday? It is. Actually, it is, yeah. Okay. Is. I was trying to help you there. Yeah, it is. Sorry. <laughs> I was just being obstinate because I got to get back to my tequila. <laughs> it is Friday. <laughs> um, uh, apparently, there's a report that says Speaker of the House Mike Johnson is living paycheck to paycheck. And he's getting Bash, this is... Oh, wait, yeah. There's more to this, too. Yeah, we'll talk about this next. Mikey McCarty, 101.7 FM, 710 Keel, and on the free Keel app. Back with more of Mike and McCarty on 101.7 FM and 710 Keel. You know, we could open it, an, an entire discussion on the Pelosi's and their stock uh, uh, purchases mm-hmm. um, and, and the millions that they've made. Mike, that's never going to happen. Come on on. Um, uh, insider trading. Dreaming. Maybe. Just dreaming. They had information that nobody oh. else had. But, but we've got an, an honest man. That uh, that uh, is is uh, is you know living within his means, mm-hmm. and and now they're like, whoa, he's he's a prime candidate for uh, being bribed. Yep, he doesn't have any money, mm-hmm. so they're gonna they're gonna pay him off. We should never elect a speaker that is that vulnerable. He'll take cash from special interests. Mm-hmm. Because Mike that's Johnson, in his nature, that's Mike, his character. Yeah, Mike Johnson told me on this very radio station when he was first elected to Congress, he told me, I said, well, what are you going to do? Are you going to move the family to D.C.? Are you going to buy a house? What are you going to do? He said, no, no, my family's rooted here, you know, Kelly and the kids. And mm-hmm. he probably didn't have all four kids yet. But um, he said, no, we're we're going to, they're going to stay here and I'm going to sleep on a so pull out sofa or cot in my office. And he was a freshman congressman, so he had, and he said, I have a tiny little postage stamp office, right. but I'll sleep in the office just to save money. And he did that for I don't know how long. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what he, what he, his living situation was recently. I imagine he had an apartment, but I don't know that for sure. Um, but for a while, he slept in his office. And that makes him dangerous. Who let in the poor's? Tim Carney joked. Golly. He's being... 
because he hasn't used the his office even as 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 a congressman mm-hmm. to enrich himself right right he's done the work of the people mm-hmm. and looked out after you and me sure instead of lining his pocket lining his pockets his pelosi pocket the pelosi's um, he, he, and, and you know what? You have to admire him for that. Now, I knew, I do know in the last two weeks, or last week, I guess, I have been getting a ton of solicitations from Mike Johnson. Oh, I've gotten more emails to from Mike. Donate yes. to Mike now. Donate to Mike now. And, you know, that may be part of the deal is that, yes, he is going to have much higher expenses. He's going to have a lot of stuff that he has to do because he is speaker and he's going to need to raise money right? rather than take money from special interests. Mike is not going to sell us out. To those people who are reporting that, you are dead wrong. Oh. You don't know the man. You have no clue who he is. He's not selling us out. I agree. I, I, have, and, I have full faith and confidence in his faith and his character. Mm-hmm. And there aren't a lot I can say that about. Right. Now, he will, use, he will use the law to raise money. I mean, and he is doing it. I'm seeing him doing it. Can we send a few fewer emails, Mike, if you don't mind? Because we are getting a lot of emails from him saying, hey, send me this money, send me this money, send me. But that's all within the law. That's legal. He can do that. But he's being, you know, and a friend of ours, after he was first elected, of course, nobody knew who he was on no. a national scale. Right. And people were like, oh, and they're bashing him. Mm. And a friend of ours in, in, in a text, she was like, isn't it, isn't it funny that all they can bash him on is he's too nice. He's and, too yeah. good. And Mike, they're going after Kelly now. Oh, and I'm I like, know. that's too far. And, and when they reported on Paul Pelosi... Oh, he's a he does this, and he's a sweet guy, and he's a fundraiser for these charities. Um, Nobody went after Paul Pelosi. He's had DUIs. You know, I mean, come on. And I'm still not convinced on this whole guy breaking into his house. Hey, yeah, don't I, even get me started on that. What? We don't know what happened there. We don't. That was so strange. Yeah. They were in there drinking together or something. I They're fixing know. drinks and now all I of a sudden. I don't know. It was very fishy. It and was very bizarre. And, you know, they just, the reporters just stopped going after oh, it. Nothing happened. We've got the New York Times in town. We've got the Washington Post in town. We mm-hmm. had ABC News in town. We have all the national media in town right now. Digging up dirt on Mike Johnson and his Bashing wife, Kelly. his wife and his family. Leave, and the fact that they have an adopted black yes, son. Leave his children and his wife alone. That is over the edge. That's too much. Too much. And there's nothing there. Mm, I know. Oh, it's frustrating and as yes, heck. Yes, yes. Mm. But it just, you know, it also, you can you kind of go, you know what? Of course. Of course. I know. It's going to happen. They, yeah. They don't have a story. We're going to make a story. Yeah. Ugh, frustrating. Speaking of a story, oh, some yeah. uh, economic development going on in North Shreveport. Oh, yeah. Got some uh, got some good news. Mm-hmm. Talked to the mayor of Blanchard, Jim Galambos. Galambos, Gal- yeah. Look at me. He's, he's a good guy, and he's going to join us after 7 o'clock. Micah McCarty, 101.7 FM, 710 Kiel. 
Back to the show with Mike and McCarty on 1017 FM and 710 Kiel. Seven FM, seven ten Keel, Mike and McCarty. I I really want to put this out there that because I I get more and more gullible the, the older I get. Really? <laughs> it's <laughs> no. I, I, I would think no. I mean, seriously. How many we, emails do I have to read to Ruben? I know. Do I click on this, Ruben, or not click on this? And he's always, no, don't click no, on that. Never click on it. Stop clicking on it. I got something from an investment company that I'm involved with. Yes. Okay. A lot of times you'll get something from get such those. and such bank. Yep. Uh, your account. Well, I don't have an account at your bank. Mm-hmm. So, so bye-bye. Goodbye. Right. You know, even right. if I get something from a bank I am involved in, I'm like, no, I'm not clicking on an email link. Mm-hmm. Right. I got something from, uh, you know, an investment company that I'm involved with. Uh, you need to update your blah, 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 blah. I'm like, no, no, I'm not. No. I'm not. Not doing it on an email. Well, there's a scam going on right now. That they prey on older folks, so people older, uh, older than yes, us. Yes, yes. And they call you, and they're and, and the funny thing is, I, I think this was uh, Channel Three KTBS did a piece with one of the ladies who took a call from a deputy from the Caddo Sheriff's Office. This is Deputy Mike Martindale with Caddo Sheriff's mm-hmm. Office, right, and right. there's a warrant out for your arrest. Right. And uh, but it but because it was a minor offense. We can take care of it if you pay, you know, this fine, it'll go away. It was right. a $5,000 fine or some crazy amount of money. And she said, this is a smart cookie. This lady was smart. Okay, she said, good. may I speak to your supervisor? To which he goes, okay, one moment and I'll get the supervisor to call you right back. Okay, supervisor calls right back and says, no. this is, you know, sergeant or lieutenant Reuben Wright and I wanted wanted to follow up and let you know that we can take care of this today and 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 we can get this off your records and send us in the five thousand dollars. To it, which was it, was it a different voice? Different voice. <laughs> Same guy going. Oh yes, sir. We can to, take care of this. To which, listen to this. Best part of the story. The woman says, "Well, who is the sheriff?" And this guy goes, "Um, Sheriff Steve Pratter." <laughs> Sheriff Steve Pratter. Okay. Yeah. Who's the, who's the in sheriff? Cato, in Cato Parish. Who's the sheriff in Bossier Parish? To which he said, I'd have to look that up. Well, if you're with the Caddo Sheriff's Office and you don't know how to say the sheriff's name, nor do you know the next door neighbor sheriff, mm. you're busted. You're big time busted. And those are simply, she, did, she did something really sharp. I wouldn't have known to do that. Yeah. Who's your sheriff? By the way, who is your sheriff? Who's your chief deputy? Who's the police chief in your city? Ask them some silly, easy questions, which they should know if they're a deputy, right? Well, first of all, the sheriff's department will tell you they will never solicit over the telephone. Ever happens. Ever. They will never call and solicit over the telephone. They will come to your house with the warrant and put the handcuffs on you. That's how it works. (laughs) Ask Ruben. (laughs) Yes, that is how it works. (laughs) Sorry, Ruben. You feel that bus just hit you? (laughs) 
So, I mean, this lady was sharp. Got it. Hats off. Good awesome job. Yes. Yeah. Don't give out personal information no, on the telephone. Never. Unless you initiate the call and you yes. know you're talking to your bank. Yes. Or your trusted advisor. Bad, bad idea. Yeah. Mayor of Blanchard, Jim Galambos, going to be joining us just after the local news. Mike and McCarty, 1017 FM, 710 Kiel. One seven FM, seven ten Keel, and on the free Keel app, Mike and McCarty on the Jack Spring Electric Newsmaker Hotline this morning. Uh, Jim, tell me, pronounce your last name for me, so I make sure to get it right. Galambus. Galambus. Mm-hmm. Thank you, sir. I, I went to Northwood, so that might explain a lot <laughs> over, the next, over the next few minutes. No, Northwood's a great school, and it was a great school, even back in the late 70s. Jim is the mayor of Blanchard, and uh, you guys had a big big deal yesterday. The Love's Travel Stop is now open, I-49, right there at North Market, correct? That's correct. That's a monster operation and a, and a game changer for that area. How, how so? Well, it, uh, it's a game changer because, number one, um, of course, you know, Small towns depend on sales tax dollars to survive, and uh, this will be definitely bring a big change to uh, to our sales tax dollars. Uh, we also, it's an economic uh, development because it bought 65 good-paying jobs into this area, which we didn't have. Nice. Uh, it will bring more traffic into the area, and then probably some spillover business into the other businesses along North Market. Now, people don't realize, as you say, the sales tax that Loves is in the town of Blanchard. Yes, it is. We worked with Loves to, in fact, one reason they're here is because uh, they were able to be annexed into the town of Blanchard. And they didn't want, unfortunately, to deal with our or your MPC. (laughs) (laughs) Mm. Interesting. Uh, so you you cleared so you're the way. Shreveport makes it hard to do business. And we our our goal here is to make it easy with developers. We work with them. We we put things in a fast lane to get them going. Uh, we work with them to get their permits. Uh, the Shreveport permitting office does all our inspections. They do a great job. Um, and you know we make it easy for them. You know, if we have to, we hold special meetings to clear the way for them. And uh, we were we were partners with them 100% from the time they bought the property. Jim, how f- that's curious because Loves is on the east side of I-49. They're at, I guess it's the North Market exit. How much other land around there is now in Blanchard? Did you take that whole intersection in? We've taken the whole intersection. Well, not on both sides because the property owners have to uh, petition us to get uh, to get annexed. Now we we do have the utility right away, all the way about 700 yards past where the love entrance is on both sides of the highway. Uh, we are working with uh, two owners of properties across the street from Loves uh, who want to be annexed uh, because they understand that their property will sell quicker if it's in the town limits of Blanchard, where we work with developers. 
and uh, in order for them to sell it as commercial. So, you know, that's our goal, and it, it's been working. It's a good plan. It's a good model, and, uh, you know, the, and the parish uh, has been partners with us in this whole process. There's some so great I want to thank the parish also. There's some great pictures, 17keel.com, uh, about the location. It's actually on North Market, just um, what, south of I 49. Well, yeah. I 49 I mean, runs north south. I know, but if North Market's running north and south, the, the I 49 crosses over it right there. It's It's just south of. It's in it's 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 in a great location as far as traffic coming off <laughs> oh, of North Market. That's correct. Heading well, uh, heading that way. When when the Love people came into town to meet with me, uh, they I had identified this location as being the number one spot on I forty nine in Louisiana. So they were definitely very hungry to get some property over there, and uh, which they were very fortunate to do. So let me let me ask you this, Jim: Are the um, when when a loves comes, it all obviously is going to bring interest in other other businesses coming. Mm-hmm. What can you tell us about who else you have on nibbling on the on the bait? Well, I don't know if they're nibbling or not, but uh, Ivy's Lumber from Mansfield um, has is currently building a uh, store right next door to Loves. Um, it's uh, in. It's got the steel up. They're putting up the walls. Um, Ivy's Lumber uh, built a store in Houghton. Um, and uh, this is going to save. This is a huge economic boost for us because not only do they bring in some good paying jobs, but we don't have no longer do the small towns north of us in Belcher, Ida, Dillon, Dixie, Vivian, or Odessa have to drive 17 miles to a Home Depot or Love's to get a, a, a nail or a board. Uh, we'll have that available to us right here in Blanchard. And that's, of course, going to be bringing more jobs to North Shreveport area, the Blanchard area. Yes, it does. And, you know, with the addition of Loves, I think Loves looked at um, the opening maybe one day of the Amazon Fulfillment Center, and uh, that's going to increase the truck traffic tenfold. Mm-hmm. So, you know, w- so we've got um, Ivy's coming in. Uh, down the road from us um, on uh, just past Old Morningsport on Highway 1, uh, North Cattle Medical Center, which is owned by, uh, uh, well, it's called Blanchard um, Medical Center right now. They're putting in a pharmacy. They're building a pharmacy right next door to them, which is also going to be an economic indicator because, hey, no longer do we have to go to Walmart to get our prescriptions. We can go there and... Uh, you know, and, and you know, as we've talked before, Walmart is not in the town of Blanchard. Well, this so is this is something I, I love economic development news. This is great news mm-hmm. uh, for not only Blanchard but for North the entire North Shreveport area. We're talking with Jim Galambus, mayor of Blanchard. Jim, you you mentioned a moment ago that uh, actually Loves didn't want to deal with our MPC. What are you doing differently in Blanchard to make it easier for businesses to come into your area and do business? Well, we eliminate the red tape. We eliminate the waiting period. And, uh, you know, we get right with them on permitting and, um, you know, guiding them through that process, uh, making it easy for them. We don't hold up signing their plats. Uh, you know, they bring their, they bring their drawings in on Monday. I sign them Monday morning or Tuesday or Tuesday morning. And, you know, we file them for them. We send them in 
um, you know, we're, we're just not sitting back and letting stuff pile up on the desk. Mm, um, big news. And, yeah. You know, we don't have court hearings, you know, about them. We do have, you know, we do introduce them to annex. We do have a public meeting for that during our council meeting. And, um, you know, so we, we do things a lot quicker than, you know, what the MTC can do. And we work with them. We Blanchard, work with the Blanchard on fire. Not. Mayor Jim Columbus, well, I can't thank you enough for your time. All righty. Well, thank you, Aaron. You all have a great day. You bet. You too, sir. Thanks. 1017 FM, 710 Keel, Mike and McCarthy. Breaking news and trending talk with Mike and McCarthy on 1017 FM and 710 Keel. I'm really nervous now. I'm really nervous. I don't, I don't like this. It's it's important to get this done. Everyone should. If you, unless you're, I know there are anti-vax folks listening, and that's okay. That's your choice. But if you believe in getting vaccinated, but, but, it's time to do it. Okay, the anti-vax. That's not for like flu shots. I mean, yeah, the flu shots. That's not been, the yeah. R, what is the RSV? What is whatever? The, the yeah, the flu shots. M M rubella mm-hmm. MR. Well, why don't we talk to somebody that actually knows the experts? Yeah, yeah Doctor <laughs> Evelyn Pryor with uh, Oxner Health LSU Med is uh, in studio with us this morning. Good morning. Good morning. Thank you for coming out uh, here to East Texas, and um, <laughs> <laughs> it feels like forever getting out here sometimes. Uh, tell us about, uh, the, you know, the difference in the flu shot. And, and uh, obviously people are anti-COVID vaccine because of the... Some well, because are, yeah. Of very, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but the flu shot is very beneficial and has been for years. Absolutely. We've had the flu vaccine uh, essentially in its current stage for about 50 years. Yeah, there you go. Get real mm-hmm. close to that. <laughs> so, um, you know, I think people who were had trepidation about the COVID-19 vaccines were concerned because it's very new technology. The Mm -hmm. mRNA technology is brand new. Um, These vaccines that we're talking about, the flu shots, um, this technology has been around for well over 50 years and it has been Mm -hmm. proven beyond a shadow of a doubt to be safe. But we've also eliminated very harmful uh, diseases because of vaccines oh, like mumps and rubella mm-hmm. and chicken pox for the most part. Absolutely. Absolutely. We don't see chicken pox. And chicken pox used to kill people. Um, many of these diseases did. Mm-hmm. And so I think a lot of us have kind of vaccine amnesia. We don't remember what it was like before we had widespread vaccine and adoption. To, to be no honest, flu kills some people too. Correct? Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. The flu kills tens of thousands of people every year. In 2022-23 season, it killed over 25,000 people just in the in the US. Let me and let me ask you this when when I get this vaccine, um do we know what strains it's protecting against now? I know that's been one of the issues y'all have had. You have to change it every year, you, don't you? Yeah. Absolutely. The influenza is rapidly evolving and so now all of the vaccines all of the vaccines that we offer are quadrivalent so they are against two influenza a strains and two influenza b strains and so those strains change year to year mm-hmm. and so does the vaccine all right you're ready to do mine this is a little <laughs> tiny needle that i can't even see right right oh, oh. so they do different gauge needles um but oh. Can can a can a patient select like a different gauge, or basically you have 
Like, well, I mean, some some medications need a larger okay. needle because, like, a penicillin. Right, and so we always choose the smallest needle that we can possibly use. Right, um, without denaturing the. Erin's getting her shot. So, I didn't mean she to cop a feel the, of your knee down there, ma'am. We have nurse Takesha right. Neal here. Here goes okay. supervisor. Ah. Now look at that. In, ah. boom, out, Are we done? Done. done. Are we really? See. <laughs> Did she really just say, did I feel it? It really wasn't bad. That's not bad at all. That's not bad at all. And I'd like to point out that Nurse Takesha Neal is our nurse supervisor, but at Oshner LSU Health, we are all on the floor with mm-hmm. patients day in, day out. So this is something that, unfortunately, even though she does a lot of other things, she's also giving a lot of flu shots. Let me ask you this, too, because usually we get our shot um, earlier is it too late now to be getting the shot? No, right? No, absolutely not. So the fall is the ideal time to get the flu shot. Um, last year, we saw the peak in late December, early January. So we would like to get it before then, at least a couple weeks before then. Um, so the right time is whatever time you're, you have the time. Mm-hmm, but right. the ideal time is the fall. And where can people go to get, you see the signs at all the drugstores, free flu shot, you know, I mean, it's available. Right. At, at yeah. all, are they getting the same shots at CVS that you guys are giving us here? Absolutely. So um, we do recommend um, for people 65 and greater and those with chronic diseases and at higher risk that they get one of the higher dose flu vaccines. But they're available everywhere. Okay. So you could go to. And this is one of the higher dose vaccines? <laughs> no, because you don't you, you don't meet the age qualification. We're young and virile. We're young. Oh, We're young okay. and virile. And and the other thing is this change of weather that we just had. People are going through oh, they're going through sinus things and all. What are some of the early signs that it's more than just sinus? You may have the flu. Well, I used to say that you can diagnose flu just by peeking in the room because people are sick with the flu. They've got a fever, usually a sore throat or headache, stuffy nose, runny nose, body aches are a big one, and even nausea and diarrhea. At what point does the flu uh, necessitate go see your doctor or go to a quick care? Well, as soon as you get a fever, we would like to see you. So we do have medications that treat the flu, uh, the Tamiflu. Um, And so if we the earlier we can get that in you, the shorter the length of the illness will be. And I want to—I want you to settle a, a debate that is brewing right now. Okay. <laughs> yes. This is the the Walgreens flu index, which they put out earlier this week, said that Louisiana is a hot spot, and the state health department, which says right now we're in the low season. I know Walgreens is trying to sell drugs and trying to sell flu shots. Um, what's obviously the health department's probably more accurate. Well, so yes, um, I don't think there's any reason to panic. Um, we are, we're nowhere near to where we unfortunately may end up, but um, Walgreens is saying compared to other places, we're higher, but still, um, you know, we haven't seen more than a couple of flu cases so far. Um, you know, we expect that to change, unfortunately. Now, what do you say to people that, that, that say, like, the COVID vaccine, it's an experimental drug? So why advocate for people to take an experimental drug that hasn't been tested like the flu vaccination has been? Well, it's an experiment to get the COVID virus. 
um, you know, getting COVID illness, definitely we have no idea what the long-term effects of that illness will be. Um, the mRNA vaccine technology, while only recently come to market has been tested for many, many years. And we have good data that it is going to be safe in the long run. But we were trying to prevent deaths tomorrow um, as opposed to something that might happen in the future. But mm-hmm. um, it, it, from all accounts, it looks like the mRNA vaccines are safe. Yeah, that wasn't bad at all, was it? It really wasn't. No, now, will, see? I, will I have arm soreness tomorrow? I mean, what what should yes. I expect? Are we going to get sick from the flu vaccine? <laughs> so, no. I mean, um, people go, I got the vaccine and I got sick. Right, so some people are very sensitive. When they get vaccines, they can feel their bodies making antibodies, and mm-hmm. so they may have a little... Uh, achiness, a low-grade fever. But again, it's nothing like the flu itself. The most common thing is an injection site reaction. And that's really, really rare even. Uh, There are some other vaccines like the tetanus shot that's Mm -hmm. actually a little more associated with soreness. Doc, thank you guys for coming in. Appreciate y'all doing it. It wasn't bad at all. I'm going to survive. Look at you. Put my big girl panties on. (laughs) And we had to see them. Yeah, you did. Mike McCarty. They're purple. It's Bama Week. 1017 FM, 710 Kio. Back with Mike McCarty on 1017 FM and 710 Kiel. What a lovely lady. They were sweet. They yes. really were sweet. Very nice. Good information about the flu, too. Okay, it's so not too late to get your shot. How, how are you feeling? Are you, I'm, my arm's I'm, about to fall off, but... I'm, no, I'm that's a little a, dizzy. <laughs> you're so crazy. Oh. Oh, that's not oh, even funny, God. is it? My <laughs> wife, you know, she works cardiac rehab at uh, for Willis Knighton. And she's... Aaron, you know you know what a, a prankster I am, mm-hmm. Okay. And she said she looked over and a guy was on like a uh, the, uh, one of the bikes. You're not looking at me. You're, Sorry. What are you doing? I'm working on a guest for the 8 <laughs> o'clock hour who says he wants to come on at 930. Well, we're not on at 930. <laughs> but this guy was in cardiac rehab, okay? My mm-hmm. wife is at the, at the table there at the nurse's, little nurse's station. And there's exercise equipment and they work with all these patients doing workout stuff and getting them back into shape. And she looks over and he's slumped over. He slumped over on this bike. Oh, no. And she's like, oh, you know, jumps over the counter. My 61-year-old wife, who's in great shape, thank goodness. Yes, she is. She runs and and exercises. Jumps over the counter and he he raises his head up and goes, (gasps) (laughs) oh, he's joking. (laughs) (laughs) Who loves that one? Well... And I said, I said, and I told her, I went, okay, even I wouldn't do that. Yeah, that's, that's, that's rough. So some people might remember the late, great Steve Castello. Oh, uh, yeah. Who used to work oh, yes. under this building. Hilarious guy. Uh, one day, I'm, I, I used to be on one of the sister stations. I'm, I'm recording breaks, and I, I'm in the middle of recording a break, and I see the door open, and I know Steve's the only other person in the building at this point in time. <laughs> and I'm not really paying attention, and I, f- I finish my break, and I look up, and Steve is clutching his chest <gasps> and leaned up against 
the desk right. and I flip right. out. I'm like, oh no, oh, oh no, I'm about to have to call an ambulance for this guy. <laughs> and then he jumps up and starts laughing. And I said, Steve, you're too old and fat for that joke <laughs> to be funny. <laughs> Don't do that joke again. Right. Yeah, not right. good. Yes. Oh my goodness. There's wow. some things that you just go, okay, that's that. You know, no, <laughs> yeah. no, that's yeah. not. It's like in the blood center that, you know, they do the traveling van and they do blood. Oh, yeah. You know, no, don't don't act like you're passing out. No, don't do that. And Get your go, moon pie and move ah, on. Yeah. Look, I fooled y'all. Bad idea. No, you idiot. Bad idea. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, Lord. Okay, did so did your guest confirm? I don't even know who your guest is on. confirmed for 810. We'll talk about early voting. Oh, good. And what they're anticipating for turnout and all that sort of stuff. And it starts early, today. Early voting is starting today. I, every time I keep saying, I'm going to go early vote, and I never do. I'm, I know. I'm the same way. <laughs> like, I could drive by there today and get it done. Because, right. you know, the library the, on Burt Coons, the Hamilton branch, it's pretty easy to get in and out and get in there rather than going downtown. And having to deal with parking and waiting in line, which I don't think there's going to be any lines, but... No, unfortunately, unfortunately, mm-hmm. but but voting is so easy for me, I walk to the polling place. So yeah. it's on, on, on election day. So, mm-hmm. and, and again, unfortunately, there's rarely a line right. lately. We're right. going to talk about, there are four new amendments on the ballot that are different, obviously, from the ones on the... Uh, primary, and we're going to go over those here in the next uh, next week or so. Mm-hmm, you bet. And uh, and because you need to know what you're going into before you get in the booth. Definitely, Micah McCurdy, one hundred seven FM, seven ten Keel, and on the free Keel app. Get back to the show with Mike and McCarty on one hundred one seven FM and seven ten Keel. Okay, LSU game tomorrow night, 645. Yippers, yippers, We should have the A-team calling the game, too, I would think. You think this is the biggest game of the weekend? I think it probably is. I would think it would be. Which is the A-team. Who is the A-team to Well, I don't know. Is it on ESPN or is it on CBS? Don't ask me that. I'm not sure. No. I don't know. I'll look. But who's the A-team to you? Well, uh, Nestler and uh, what's his name, if it's CBS. Hmm. Now, ESPN, I don't know. They rotate them. There's one guy on ESPN, LSU. He, LSU. 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 Every time I'm like, dude, shut I up. I know, that's stupid. LSU. That's stupid. Uh, this says it sorry. can't be. I don't, know what, I don't know what network it's on. It's, I'm having trouble finding it. FUBU. Uh, no, it's on one of the major networks. ESPN, it looks like. Okay, 6.45 um, tomorrow night. So after LSU wins, we change our clocks. There you go. Don't forget. That'll work. uh, This is time change weekend. Mm -hmm. And so you're not late for or early for church. Uh, on we, Sunday morning, and we get an hour sleep back. So we on get, yeah, Monday morning, it's the it's that's the nice thing. Monday morning, when I would normally wake up at three thirty, it's going to be like four thirty. Is what my body will feel like, right? For a couple of days, and that's nice because I don't know about you, but for me, lately, it's mm-hmm. taking longer and longer for me to recover from that lost hour. 
Right. It's like like the whole week. I'm like, oh, oh, I can't catch up. Mm -hmm. Ah." I I guess just getting old. Yeah, and I'm I'm going to make my um for the for the Bama game. I'm going to make my I think I'm I'm liking Baconilli. I'm gonna try <laughs> like, it. Well, I like that better than Billy. Yeah. So if it's gonna be bacon chili, if you haven't heard me talking about it yet, there's not gonna be the regular ground beef in the chili. It's gonna be all bacon with the chili with the black beans. I like beans in my chili. Some people don't, but that's neither here nor there. So I'm going to try it this weekend and see. But then I'm part of me is worried that if I don't make my sausage balls, I'm cursing the team and I should do those too. So I I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm not really sure what. I, but it is. This is for command of the SEC West. Bama wins. They're in command. College game day is going to be in Tuscaloosa. Oh, boy. Tomorrow morning. Okay. So this is the Lee's featured back. game. You think Corso's back? He's been on and off and on and off. I know. Bless I hope his he's heart. back. Yeah. Yeah. I would love to see him I put think the tiger he, he hat on. He comes in and starts, and then I think he may go lay down for a while. Yeah, he's napping. And then he comes back for the picks. Yeah, you know, he might come or, back right at the 11. end. Around yeah. 11, Put the tiger hat on. I hope he puts the tiger hat on the right in front of the Bama fans. <laughs> that would make me very happy. Now, Alabama's 7-1, and one, by the way. Yep, and if they win, they take command of the SEC West. If they lose... The SEC West will be a tie between LSU, right. Ole Miss, and Bama. I, I predict we're both going to be seven and two. Oh, I'm excited! Saturday night. I'm excited. I just, just the way the LSU offense has has just taken off, and our our defense has come around. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh! Yep. Yep. Okay, coming up eight ten this morning. We've got. Um, I just went. Complete. John Tobler. Yeah, John Tobler with the, with Secretary, the Secretary of State's, of State's office. Mm-hmm. Early voting starts today. How many are going to show up? Mikey McCarty, 1017 FM, 710 Kiel. Now more breaking news and trending talk with Mike and McCarty on 1017 FM and 710 Kiel. Okay, I'm going to have to be careful because I may, my voice may go up an octave or two. Why? Okay, I don't understand. We uh, Ruben put a story on keelnews.com. There was a, a murder... Uh, in Broadmoor on Ockley Street mm-hmm. a couple of years ago, uh, a guy took a rifle and shot another man in the driveway, shot him through the, win- the window of his car, shot him okay. in the face, right, and killed him. Okay? Mm-hmm. Okay. He took a rifle, willfully took a rifle, aimed it at this man in anger, and shot and killed him. But he's now pled guilty to manslaughter, not murder, mm. not second degree murder. Or I would, I, I don't know, first degree, there's a lot of pre-planning that takes place in first degree murder. Sure. Why, how are, the, how are they getting away with just manslaughter? I, Aaron, I don't understand this. If you look up the difference between manslaughter versus murder, it's a lot of legal legal websites. Manslaughter is an unlawful killing that doesn't involve malice of forethought or intent to seriously harm or kill. Well, if you mm-hmm. take a rifle and shoot somebody in the face, isn't that intent to harm or kill? It would seem so. It would seem it would seem so. How do we plead this down to manslaughter? Now, with with certain crimes involving death, if 
threats were made from the you know the party that ended up dying then then you can argue that it would be either manslaughter or self-defense but in this case i don't know it seems like it was an argument over a girl that ended up with somebody shooting somebody this mm. that's just what and it the seems guy like being me. shot was sitting in a vehicle yeah he was just sitting there well i no. i do know that there are cases where um, the district attorney's office or the prosecutor will agree to the lesser charge to uh, avoid a trial. Are these Soros-funded district attorneys? Hang on. Hold on to your britches. At the request of the family. If the family says, we agree to that because we don't want to go on trial. We don't want to put this. We don't want to relive all this. And there are some cases where it happens like that. I mean, we have to. We, so we don't know how, the, how it was pled down to that charge or not. Um, and there may have been a, a, an agreement on the sentence will be such and such. If we can get you this sentence, are you okay with that? And we don't have to bring you all through the court process. And sometimes that's how it happens. I mean, I, I, it, it seems odd when you read it like you do, but if the family agreed to it and said, look, he's going to get a 35-year sentence or whatever it's going to be, we'll agree to that rather than put our family through this ringer. Sometimes that's how it's happened. Simple as that. I hate to say it, but, and I'm not speaking but to the DA here. But it's not simple. It's frustrating when you look at it. When right. you look at it and you think, oh, I hate that this has happened because this should have been a different charge. It sure sounds like it. Secretary of State's Office Representative John Tobler joining us after the local news. Early voting starts today. Micah McCarty, 1017 FM 710 Keel. One hundred one seven FM, seven ten Keel, Mike and McCarty. Early voting starts today in Caddo Parish, and on the Jack Spring Electric Newsmaker Hotline, John Tobler from the Secretary of State's office joining us. John, good morning, sir. Hey, good morning. How are y'all? What do, we're doing well, thank you. What do we need to know about early voting? Well, it starts today, just like you just said, um, because. The uh, 10th is the state's observed holiday for Veterans Day. We don't have early voting on the 10th. So we don't have early voting on the 10th, and we don't have early voting on um, on Sunday the 5th. But other than that, it's a regular seven-day course of early voting. And we, we're reaching out to our media partners like you guys to make sure that, that folks in your area, your listeners, know that, that that's available to them. It starts at 8.30 and it ends at 6. Each of those days that, that early voting is open. So it, it would normally start on a Saturday, but it's starting today, a, a, a day early to make sure we get the seven days in. Yes, exactly, which are mandated by law. John, the, the you go to your registrar of voters office, but I know here in Caddo and Bossier, we also have satellite locations in Bossier on Beckett Street. Uh, at the mm-hmm. library and in Caddo at the Shreve Memorial Branch on West Burt Coons. Do most parishes also have satellite locations? Some some larger parishes have have multiple locations, um, and that's a that's a a component of some some of geography and some of population. But but yes, that is that is not uncommon uh, in larger parishes, and Caddo is is considered a larger parish. Um, we want to remind people to bring their ID, of course, as always, 
and uh, just take a moment to 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 use any of our tools at at our SOS website or uh, GoVote.com or even our GoVote app, and they can sign up for notifications. Uh, that way, if they're if they're not able to early vote and they're voting on election day, if something should change about their normal precinct, they would get notifications and be able to even find sample ballots. Everyone, because it's a statewide election, everyone has something on their ballot, uh, whether that be the three statewide offices for Secretary of State, Attorney General, and Treasurer, as well as the four constitutional amendments uh, that are on the ballot. And uh, and there may be local elections, local um, mm. Uh, state legislative races and and or local propositions that may be on their ballot. And we have a sheriff's race here in Caddo as well. Let me ask you something because I've early voted a time or two and I was always curious and I never asked. So I'm going to ask you because you're one of the big cheeses. Um, (laughs) Or or so they say. Or a medium cheese. Okay. When we go into the when we go out on a regular voting day, I go into the big machine with the curtains. When I go early vote, it's a different machine. It's like a little, I mean, it's it's almost like it's a different, um, explain that. Explain why those little early voting machines are not the same as when I go on election day. Sure. So one of one of the bigger uh, components is space um, because, because the full-face machines take up a lot of space and registrar's offices are not uh, big, spacious, palatial areas. Uh, it tends to be a little cramped there. Um, so, so that's, space is one of the reasons. The other reason and the, and the bigger reason is the fact that, um, that our full face ballot machines are, um, are aging and, and significantly. And so this was an effort to give us more election day, um, devices and create less wear and tear on them. By just using them on election day, so it was it was a business decision that we were we had to make some years ago to okay. uh, to try to prolong the life of our election day machines. Okay, so with the the early voting machines, are they going to be assimilated into election day machines? If our our machines are aging out, if you will, what's what's in the what's in the pipeline to replace these? Sure. So, so the legislature has created last year, two years ago, the Voting Systems Commission. We completed our work last year. Um, we are now in the phase of uh, developing the standards for the new voting system, and we will um, we will then take bids once the new uh, secretary is seated. Um, and that's one of the issues that's on our ballot at this point, the Secretary of State's race. Mm-hmm. But once the new secretary is seated, they'll begin to work to get into the uh, the procurement phase and then the acquisition phase. Okay, back to the voting a minute. Uh, we all know a month ago or so, less than a month ago, turnout was dismal. Um, are, are we concerned that's going to kind of be the same this time around? I mean, it'll be early voting will be an indication. Uh, a little worried about that. We we want to make it clear to folks that 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 it is an election day uh, on the 18th, but also that they have early voting options so that they don't get jammed up and and miss an opportunity to vote because their lives happened on election day. 
Um, we want to encourage people to get out and early vote. That's why, again, we're reaching out to our media partners like you guys and, and trying, to, trying to help people to understand that it is important to vote. It is important to make their voice heard. Um, turnout is certainly going to be less than the, um, the turnout for the, the primary. Uh, there's no gubernatorial race driving um, some of this stuff at the top of the ballot. But the important part of it is, is that we do want people to participate. We do want people to know what their options are and to give them as many options as possible to take advantage of the opportunity to vote and have a say in our democracy. John Tobler with the Secretary of State's office. John, what do you expect turnout to be coming up? Probably between 15 and 18 percent. Oh, that's, oh, that is ridiculous. Yeah. And the yeah. October turnout was under 40, correct? Uh, it's like 38 percent, yeah. Oh, that's so sad. That is that's, a sad commentary. And that's why we're here. I'm I'm uh I'm doing my best to let people know that we want them we want them to get out and participate. Yes, sir. As are uh, we. Yeah. Well, I appreciate y'all having me on. Well, appreciate it. Will you tell Kyle that we said hello? We want want to get him one one more time before he leaves office because I tell him I have a new recipe I want him to try. <laughs> tell him I was it's. Wondering chi- if there were going to be any food offerings today, but I will pass that on. Tell him I'm making chili out of bacon only. There's going to be no ground beef, and we're going to call oh it. We God. want to call it Billy, but I think I'm going to call it Baconilly. Oh gosh, it sounds like a heart attack. <laughs> It does. I'm going to drain a little bit of the grease off, John. <laughs> All right, Aaron. We'll talk soon. Bye, Take y'all. care. Thank you. 101.7 FM, 710 Kiel. Easier to treat. Stories of the day with Mike and McCarty on 101.7 FM and 710 Kiel. You were talking about making your bacon chili. Mm-hmm. Which I don't know why that's just not okay to call it bacon chili. Seems to make <laughs> sense to me. I like Billy. You don't like Billy. No, I don't like Billy. That's like Billy beer. Bacon illy. All I think of when you say Billy, I just think of Jimmy Carter's brother. Yeah. It's not a flattering f- portrayal of the name I, Billy. I did get a um I did get a message from my cardiologist, by the way. <laughs> did you really? And he said, uh, I'll see you Wednesday. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and probably have to see you every Wednesday after that. Well, I I, I did start laughing uh, because, um, you know, our Lisa Lisa Jane's mm-hmm. our sales. I don't I can't queen. keep up with yeah the sales queen and, and Amy our our head poobah mm-hmm. here at the at the Town Square cluster. Yes, we have six radio stations in this building. Mm-hmm. Um, they were just on a business trip up north. Right. And they got back and I, and, I, and I heard Lisa and I went down and said good morning during the news. And she, she Aaron, she was talking about, um, they had a great trip, but they were in Ohio. Mm-hmm. And she said, and the food's terrible. <laughs> she yep. said, she goes, I've had the chance to travel all over. Mm-hmm. And in most places, the food's terrible. We, we have the best. We are spoiled oh. here in the South. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're putting chili on spaghetti up yeah, north. How stupid is that? And raving about it. Ugh. And and she said, because <laughs> we Nasty. were yeah. 
She said, well, but you know what? She goes, I wasn't disappointed because I know when we go, I know I'm not looking forward to going out to eat at, at some great. Right, exactly. <laughs> You're not going to find, a, you know, a great food like we take for no, granted here. No, Just go to one of the chain restaurants and order a ribeye or something and you'll be just as good. That's just sad. It's just sad. We, we were in New Orleans, uh, I don't know, a year or two ago, and my daughter was with us. And even down, you go to this, oh, no, we, what we heard this place is good. And it was, I'd never even heard of the place. It was mm-hmm. down someplace near the square. I can't remember the name of it even. I can tell you where it was, and I can remember the, the restaurant. We went upstairs. Aaron, it was amazing. Mm, it was amazing. Yeah. yeah. Some place I'd never even heard of. Wow. And we're like, wow. okay, this is awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We I have don't think s- you find that when you go no, up north. You don't. You don't have the, the choices are so limited. And I, you know, I even I'll even say Texas even has some great restaurants. Oh, absolutely. You know, when you're sure. looking for barbecue or steaks or some of the great dishes you'll find. I mean, we are in the we're in the heart of just the food inc- belt. Yeah. I, uh, yeah. Incredible food. And you and you don't have to, I mean, and I I hate to say this, but when I drive by some of these big chain restaurants that are everywhere, I wonder, why are so many people eating in those places? I, I know, and some of them are good and they have good choices. Sure, but right. But like, when you yeah. have so many options. And look, I'm not a, and my wife certainly isn't, I'm not a go and spend $120 on a meal. Right, right. You know, per per plate. Mm, yeah. I, I'm not that kind. That's not what I'm talking about. Sure, exactly. But so many choices at low prices. I mean, I, I went to a local restaurant. I'm not going to name it. But I got a lunch for like 11 bucks. And if you go through any of the fast food restaurants today, you're closing in on 10 bucks to get a meal. 10? Where are you going? Well, yeah, and sometimes over that. If you're getting the, you know, If you go get a foot long now, you're looking at 20 bucks with chips and a drink. Oh, boy. Yeah. So when you see these deals, yeah, it's just so many choices. A, a, a picture of uh, the the your selection of gratuity, okay? right? Right. 15% is this, twenty percent is this, and it, and the caption was, "Dude, you sold me a muffin." Yes. Exactly. Why are you asking for a gratuity for checking me out? Checking me, yeah, that doesn't happen anymore. I'm I'm not doing it anymore. Well, I I'm 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 to that point myself. I'm not doing it anymore. I'm like I'm sorry. You know, this is your your selection of your job. Mm-hmm. You you checked me out. You didn't bring anything to my table. You didn't serve me. You didn't you know provide any service. I'm, can I'm you not help tipping. Me, can you help me with another one that drives me crazy? Tip jars at a drive-through window. No, no. I, what did you do? Did you bring it out to my car? I didn't even come in. We didn't even, we hardly I'm, even interacted. I gave you my order. Right. No. You, no, you I'm sorry. Yeah. You know, if you hand my dog maybe a puppuccino or, you know, something like that or a dog biscuit, maybe Unsolicited, I'll give you a, Yeah. Sure. Just, they're, and they're popping up everywhere now. They're everywhere. And, They're not going to do it. Well, now, I, now, I take care of my grocery shoppers. Those ladies that shop for different. my groceries. That's different. They've been They're shopping. providing a service. You bet. Absolutely. 
and they're providing a service that they can very easily not do well. And they do it so well. For me, I've, I've had great luck, big time. Big time. Yeah, tip jars, even on counters when you're just checking out, you go in and buy something, Please. and there's a tip jar on the counter. Please. For stop the cashier. It. I'm Pay sorry. your workers enough so they don't have to put a freaking tip jar out. Maybe I'm just Scrooge, oh. but no. Oh, boy. Coming up at 8.40. Mayor of Blanchard, Jim Galambus, is going to join us. Huge news for the town of Blanchard. And uh, he'll kind of explain why it's Blanchard and not Shreveport. Interesting. Mike and McCarty, 1017 FM, 710 Keel. Mike and McCarty on 1017 FM and 710 Keel. 30% of fans... What did you say? Admit. Admit to yelling at the TV during a game. During one of their big games for their team. Only thirty percent. Yes. Come on. That's a lie. That, That's such a lie. There's a lot of people lying. Yeah, they're not admitting it. <laughs> right. Yeah. But I guess if they're throwing sausage balls, they're not yelling. So maybe that's what they. I don't know. Yeah. Everybody I know yells at the TV. Oh, come on. I have a friend's husband who he can't sit down. He will stand up and jump up and down on every play like, what you call that play? What you? He's yelling at the coaches. He's yelling at the play, yelling at all of them. I, I hate to say this. I hate to say this. Um, over the years, through the years, I'll say, um, such a rabid Saints fan mm-hmm. that I would, Aaron, it would ruin my entire, you know, next three or four days of the week. Yes. When, when... Not if, when the Saints didn't do well. Right, exactly. You know, before, basically this is before the Drew Brees, yes. Sean Payton era. And even, oh. of course, during, because, and, and I had family members that said, no, don't go to Mike's during the game. No, don't do it. Don't yeah. go to Mike's. Don't Can't go to Mike's come to mine during an LSU game. During no the LSU one is allowed. or Saints games. Don't, because I was so emotionally invested. Mm-hmm. LSU fans, and I hate by that. the way, you can see this at keelnews.com. LSU fans are the second most stressed college fans in the nation. Second most. Now, see, that surprises me. I would think we would be more laid back. Oh, no. Oh, no. We stress out. Because <laughs> we, we know Louisiana residents are the loudest. Remember that other study right, we told you about? Right. We are stressed out. But you are not. I could give you 30 guesses, and you would not guess who's number one. Most stressed. Most stressed out college Football or baseball fans. You're not going to get it. Notre Dame. No. Okay, I have no idea. I'm just shooting arrows in the dark. And how this is even there, I don't... Idaho. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Really? The the potato state. Idaho. You'd have never guessed it. In I'd have said Ohio State, Michigan. I mean, are expectations that high in Idaho? Idaho? (laughs) Because if there's nothing else to do, football is everything to you. I was shocked when I saw Idaho has the biggest stress factor among college football fans. No, uh, that's crazy. That's nuts. Is that from Wallet Hub? Their surveys always are ridiculous. I don't know. You can see this full report. It's actually the grueling truth did the research. Um, it's at keelnews.com. It's a good, good story Greg put up. Jim Galambos, mayor of Blanchard, talked with us earlier. Some exciting developments going on in North Shreveport, which is now incorporated into Blanchard. Mm-hmm. Find out why next. 1017FM710Keel.com. 
get back to the show with Mike and McCarty on 1017 FM and 710 Keel. 1017 FM, 710 Keel, and on the free Keel app, Mike and McCarty on the Jack Spring Electric Newsmaker Hotline this morning. Uh, Jim, tell me, pronounce your last name for me so I make sure to get it right. Galambus. Galambus. Mm-hmm. Thank you, sir. I, I went to Northwood, so that might explain a lot <laughs> over, the next, over the next few minutes. No, Northwood's a great school, and it was a great school, even back in the late 70s. Jim is the mayor of Blanchard, and uh, you guys had a big big deal yesterday. The Love's Travel Stop is now open, I-49, right there at North Market, correct? That's correct. That's a monster operation and a, and a game changer for that area. How, how so? Well, it's uh, a game changer because, number one, um, of course, you know, small towns depend on sales tax dollars to survive. And uh, this will be definitely bring a big change to, uh, to our sales tax dollars. Uh, we also, it's an economic uh, development because it bought 65 good-paying jobs into this area, which we didn't have. Nice. Uh, it will bring more traffic into the area, and then probably some spillover business into the other businesses along North Market. Now, people don't realize, as you say, the sales tax that Loves is in the town of Blanchard. Yes, it is. We worked with Loves to, in fact, one reason they're here is because uh, they were able to be annexed into the town of Blanchard, and they didn't want, unfortunately, to deal with our or your MPC. <laughs> mm, interesting. Uh, so you you cleared so you're away. Shreveport makes it hard to do business. And we our our goal here is to make it easy with developers. We work with them. We we put things in a fast lane to get them going. Uh, we work with them to get their permits. Uh, the Shreveport Permitting Office does all our inspections. They do a great job. Um, and you know we make it easy for them. You know, if we have to, we hold special meetings to clear the way for them. And uh, we were we were partners with them 100% from the time they bought the property. Jim, how f- that's curious because Loves is on the east side of I-49. They're at, I guess it's the North Market exit. How much other land around there is now in Blanchard? Did you take that whole intersection in? We've taken the whole intersection. Well, not on both sides because the property owners have to uh, petition us to get uh, to get annexed. Now, we we do have the utility right away, all the way about 700 yards past where the love entrance is on both sides of the highway. Uh, we are working with uh, two owners of properties across the street from Loves uh, who want to be annexed uh, because they understand that their property will sell quicker if it's in the town limits of Blanchard, where we work with developers and uh, in order for them to sell it as commercial. So, you know, that's our goal. And it's been working, it's a good plan, it's a good model. And, uh, you know, and the parish uh, has been partners with us in this whole process. There's some great- I wanna thank the parish also. There's some great pictures, 17keel.com, about the location. It's actually on North Market, just um, what, south of I-49. Well, yeah. I-49 I mean, runs north-south. I know, but if North Market's running north and south, the, the I-49 crosses over it right there. It's it's just 
south of it's in it's 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 in a great location as far <laughs> as traffic coming off oh, of North Market. That's correct. Heading well, uh, heading that way. When when the Love people came into town to meet with me, uh, they I had identified this location as being the number one spot on I forty nine in Louisiana. So they were definitely very hungry to get some property over there, and uh, which they were very fortunate to do. So let me let me ask you this, Jim: Are the um, when when a loves comes, it all obviously is going to bring interest in other other businesses coming. Mm-hmm. What can you tell us about who else you have on nibbling on the on the bait? Well, I don't know if they're nibbling or not, but uh, Ivy's Lumber from Mansfield um, has is currently building a uh, store right next door to Love's. Um, it's uh, in, it's got the steel up, they're putting up the walls. Um, Ivy's Lumber uh, built a store in Houghton. Um, and uh, this is going to save, this is a huge economic boost for us because not only do they bring in some good paying jobs, but we don't have no longer do the small towns north of us in Belcher, Ida, Dillon, Dixie, Vivian, or Odessa have to drive 17 miles to a Home Depot or Love's to get a, a, a nail or a board. Uh, we'll have that available to us right here in Blanchard. And that's, of course, going to be bringing more jobs to North Shreveport area, the Blanchard area. Yes, it does. And, you know, with the addition of Love's, I think Love's looked at um, the opening maybe one day of the Amazon Fulfillment Center, and uh, that's going to increase the truck traffic tenfold. Mm-hmm. So, you know, so we've got um, Ivy's coming in uh, down the road from us um, on uh, just past Old Morningsport on Highway 1, uh, North Cattle Medical Center, which is owned by, uh, uh, well, it's called Blanchard um, Medical Center right now. They're putting in a pharmacy. They're building a pharmacy right next door to them, which is also going to be an economic indicator because, hey, no longer do we have to go to Walmart to get our prescriptions. We can go there and, uh, you know, and, and, you know, as we've talked before, Walmart is not in the town of Blanchard. Well, this so is, this is some, I, I love economic development news. This is great news mm-hmm. uh, for not only Blanchard, but for North, the entire North Shreveport area. We're talking with Jim Galambus, mayor of Blanchard. Jim, you, you mentioned a moment ago that uh, actually Loves didn't want to deal with our MPC. What are you doing differently in Blanchard to make it easier for businesses to come into your area and do business? Well, we eliminate the red tape. We eliminate the waiting period. And, uh, you know, we get right with them on permitting and, um, you know, guiding them through that process, uh, making it easy for them. We don't hold up signing their plats. Uh, you know, they bring their they bring their drawings in on Monday. I sign them Monday morning or Tuesday or Tuesday morning and you know, we file them for them. We send them in. Um, you know, we're we're just not sitting back and letting stuff pile up on the desk. Mm, um, big news, and, yeah. You know, we don't have court hearings. You know about them. We do have. You know, we do introduce them to annex. We do have a public meeting for that during our council meeting, and um, you know, so we we do things a lot quicker than you know what the MPC can do. And we work with them. We Blanchard, work with the Blanchard on fire. Not. Mayor Jim Columbus, well. I can't thank you enough for your time. All righty. Well, thank you, Aaron. You all have a great day. You bet. You too, sir. Thanks. 101.7 FM, 710 Keel, Mike and McCoy. 
more breaking news and trending talk with Mike and McCarty on 1017 FM and 710 Kiel. Okay, LSU is on CBS. Yes. The SEC on CBS. 6.45 tomorrow evening. Uh, who calls the games on CBS? I'm Brad not a- Nessler and uh, the other, yeah. <laughs> you just, you just. It's their that's okay. their A team. Here's what you who's do. The other, who's the who's the commentary? Uh, uh, what's Daniels? His name? Is it Danielson? I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Here's yeah. what you do. You turn the CBS broadcast on. I, I can't. Turn the sound down. I can't. And you put the radio on. I can't. Eleven thirty, the Tiger. Even and the old listen guy. to the radio broadcast. No. Because they're way better than Daniels. I don't uh, agree. I, I'm I'm sorry. And the 25-yard line now for the Tigers. No, no. Have you listened to the new guy? He's the same way, Aaron. No, I like him. I like him. He's the same way. I can't do it. I I like the local flair. I like hearing the sideline reporters. I like a lot better. I can't get past the, in the industry, we call it puking. Yeah. I can't get past it. It's better than those doofuses at, or doofy. Is it doofy at CBS? Yeah. They drive me crazy. They drive me crazy. <laughs> Not going to be able to do it. We were talking about the food up north. Uh, we did get a message on the message board, uh, Shreveport Security Systems message board. Hey, Mike, ask your son about chili spaghetti at Zippy's in Hawaii. Hmm. I'll have to ask him about that. Classic uh, staple example of affordable island cuisine. Okay. And I can understand that. Yeah. And I'm not saying I hated it. But that's not how I want my chili. Right. Frankly, or my spaghetti. (laughs) Yeah, no kidding. That's just yuckety yuck yuck. I don't understand. Go Tigers. Have a great weekend. Go Tigers. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mike and McCarty, 101.7 FM, 710.